Well, hello, and welcome to the Partner Connection. This is Dell Technologies Partner Podcast, and I'm Cheryl Cook. And today I'm delighted to be joined by Denise Millard, who's our SVP of Global Alliances at Dell. So welcome, Denise. Hey, Cheryl, it's great to be with you. Thanks so much. So maybe for our listeners, I know you've been in role, gosh, now maybe a couple of years, but maybe just do a little intro on your background and a little bit how long you've been with Dell. Love to. Okay, so I'll make it quick. I had the benefit of being with the organization for over 24 years, if you can believe it. I always think can't possibly be possible. How could I be here 24 years? But I have worked all over the organization. So you're right. I lead Global Alliances now, and it's been about two and a half years. I worked previously for Bill Scannell leading strategy and go to market. I've been in the services side, the channel side of the business. And I also had the opportunity to lead the integration of go-to-market for when Dell and EMC came together, which was really an incredible experience. I know. It's really, we all were enviable. It'll be something we all talk about, I know for sure. Let's dive into it. You know, we're here looking at the second half of our fiscal year. And one thing I continue to be really confident about is I think our strategy is working. We talk about how it hasn't horribly changed over the last couple of years, but we do focus on these new emerging trends and you've got an enviable opportunity. You're in the sweet spot of where all the action is right now, I think, in the industry and in the partner ecosystem. When we look at what the data era is bringing, this notion of multi-cloud and that advent of as a service, and we keep bringing more of our apex solutions to market. Our global alliance partners are really, really pivotal and in the middle of this. So when you talk about, or we speak to building one of the industry's strongest partner ecosystems, talk about what excites you about the opportunity and where the global alliance partners that you work with day in and day out really can help support these key growth initiatives? So I always joke, Cheryl, that I feel like I have one of the best roles in the company. And I think you hit on it that when we think about our growth ambitions, a lot of the growth areas, whether we talk about telco, we talk about edge or AI, ML, we can't deliver on those alone, right? It's going to require an ecosystem of partners to bring together the expertise along with the infrastructure from Dell Technologies to really deliver these best of breed outcomes for customers. So first, I feel just incredibly fortunate to sit at the middle of that. But we're seeing four themes across our partner base. And just like Dell Technologies, really determining what is our ecosystem of partners we're leaning into, we're seeing partners in reverse say, we are making bets. And Dell Technologies, because of our place in the market, the fact that we operate really is number one in almost every area that we go to market with, I think puts us in a unique position to help our partners and our customers solve these massive technology transformation challenges. And so for us, I think we see four areas that our partners are really leaning into that I think creates a win-win for all of us. It's As you just mentioned, this shift as a service, and as we talk about it in the partner community, it's about a shift to being asset light, and that is going to make Apex incredibly sticky. 
whether it's how we're powering the solutions of our partners or whether it's how we're engaging with our end user customers, Apex is going to be incredibly important. Of course, what we're doing with multi-cloud, and I know we'll talk about this in a minute, is the second area. And I am incredibly excited that our team has had responsibility to take on the cloud partnerships this year, which is inclusive of the hyperscalers and the data center providers. You know, you can't wake up on any given day without reading the headlines around cyber. And then while we've seen some changes in the market with the client business, I mean, there's still a massive opportunity for devices as a service and the end user experience that a lot of our customers are looking for. And they're looking to our partners and our partnerships to deliver on that new expected hybrid experience. Absolutely. And we've all lived through what we saw as the pandemic delivered an acceleration. So we didn't think things could be moving any faster than they are. And our customers, our shared customers, are trying to deliver business value, right? So they need the support, the help, the expertise, to your point, the partnerships that our partners can really help them with. And I think one unique opportunity that continues to keep me optimistic is even when you look at potential economic uncertainty, or you look at the macro environment right now as being so dynamic, technology is foundational, whether you are innovating to grow your business, or if you are looking for efficiencies and optimization and automation to just ensure you're operating more effectively. And for either of those, technology is going to play a really pivotal role to be able to do it. And we're living in what we know is an explosion of data. And customers are looking for more flexibility, agility. To your point, they're looking for people they can trust and have confidence that can help them through this complexity. I think the area that we hear that the most is around multi-cloud, right? We saw that massive shift to many customers saying they were moving to a cloud first strategy versus a cloud smart strategy that we're seeing now. And I think that our strategy is resonating. Our partners are in a unique position to advise their set of customers on how to optimize their cloud environments. And I think that Dell plus our partnerships puts us in a unique position to truly deliver on that multi-cloud, like whether it's what we're doing with our data center providers and the whole conversation around adjacency or sovereign adjacency, or whether it's what we're doing in the marketplace with bringing more of our storage software assets to the marketplace so that we can drive consistency of experience, whether we're sitting on-prem or off-prem or at the edge. If you look at just even the announcements we made about a week ago, Building on the great work we've done with VMware, certainly with VxRail, we're also building an OpenStack appliance with Red Hat. And so I think, again, the combination of choice and trust and us delivering on this journey around multi-cloud in combination with our partners really puts us in a unique position to win. Well, absolutely. And we've... (laughs) You and I have spoken to this. I think it's really 
a fabulous opportunity for the partner community because it's literally a partner-led motion. Nobody can do it alone. We're seeing multiple partners deployed on single engagements and initiatives, and customers need the help. And I know you mentioned you're supporting the hyperscalers, and it really is this notion of a robust partner ecosystem where it's the land of coopetition and frenemies, right? They're not always adversaries and competitors, but we have strong relationships and alliances so that together we can give our customers choice. And you've been making some investments in both sales and coverage and in partnerships. Talk a little bit more about what you think the global alliances and those partners and how that will work with you. So I think you hit on something there, Cheryl. Customers are recognizing that there's value in different deployment models, and they are thinking differently about their overall cloud strategy. And as part of this ecosystem, we announced at Dell Tech World, the partnerships across the hyperscalers. And so our team, we've made some significant investments this year. So first, it started with capitalizing on building out the partnerships with the data center providers. And as I mentioned, when you talk about energy, when you talk about getting to a net zero carbon footprint, when you talk about customers and the shift to moving out of the data center in this strategy of one plus one equals something greater than three, I mean, you see that. We see more and more opportunities of our data center provider partners aligned with our system integrators and outsources plus Dell Technologies, right? And so building out those partnerships and in particular with Equinix, with Apex has been a core strength, I think, over the past 12 plus months. In addition to that, we put in place a new cloud leader and Steve Young has taken on responsibility for our cloud partnerships. And so he has responsibility for building out the go-to-market of both meet and market, and then how do we think about capturing the committed contract spend of our customers with our hyperscalers by putting more and more of our solutions in marketplace. And so he'll have responsibility for hyperscalers as well as the data center providers. And that was a significant investment that we made this year. And I know we'll probably talk about edge as well, but we've also enhanced our industry's capabilities. And that's a big part of one, I think our differentiation and two, our go-to-market. Haley Tabor has responsibility, as you know, for leading our industries organization. We've built out a pretty robust team, both focused on manufacturing and retail, which is two key areas where we fail is going to see significant growth as it relates to edge solutions. There's no question. That's why I get excited, actually. You really are at the sweet spot of where There's so much innovation and collaboration happening and occurring there around not just the industry trends that you highlighted, but the unique position I think we find ourselves in as a company. The timing is just perfect for both our partners. When you look at the edge, the data center, the cloud, and certainly this increasing trend around as a service and what Apex can mean, as you just highlighted with partners like Equinix, which I think is going to be incredible. And customers are looking for help on navigating the complexity. And when you look at the pace of change, and as I said, things are increasingly moving to 
industry vertical use cases, workload centric outcomes. And you highlighted a little bit about the retail manufacturing and healthcare with our industries team. But the alliance partners, many of them are organized with robust practices based on verticals. So bringing those capabilities together, I think, is a huge opportunity for us. There's a couple of things that I want to just draw on that you mentioned there. So first, we think about how do we win in some of these emerging areas and why Dell plus our alliance partners are going to put us in a position to do that. I mean, as you mentioned, a lot of them either have organized at an industry level or have very, very strong industry practices. But the unique value that we, I think, are delivering is that when you look at the combination of the industry knowledge, like really identifying the trends and drivers and some of the thought leadership areas that are going to enable us to win. And as I mentioned, doubling down on both retail and manufacturing. And you couple that with the vertical expertise of Haley's team, whether it's across healthcare or energy. And then you combine that with the work that we're doing with some of the key ISVs across these areas to deliver business outcomes in a tested and validated and secure way, I think gives a time to market acceleration to our partners that gives us an incremental advantage, right? So they're not having to do that interoperability testing or build the reference architecture with the ISVs that are key to these markets. We're doing that for them. And so they can focus on delivering the added value above that and feel really secure that Dell Technologies has built that ecosystem behind the scenes to go deliver in that space. And so I think that we have tremendous opportunity there. We've never had better alignment between the role of global alliances and our engineering and our partners to really go make a splash. And I think that there's just many, many examples that we can point to where we're seeing us win in the market together. Absolutely. And we have such a strong leadership position, as you said, in so many of the key categories to make this modern data center hybrid cloud work, there's a lot of motivation for these strong ISVs to want to team with us. So to your point, it brings a lot of confidence, trust, and time to revenue advantage for our partners and our customers because of the collaboration and the work that we're doing jointly with them. So let me switch topics. Another area that I know we see a huge amount of energy in and a lot of opportunity is you can't talk about the explosion of data or the challenges in managing data across all these multi-clouds without securing it and the top of mind threat around cybersecurity. And we're in October, which is now Cybersecurity Awareness Month. And we see in the headlines and the news every day around ransomware attacks, the geopolitical environment is creating a sense of urgency and a threat. How are we helping our partners around the area of security and cybersecurity solutions? When we kick this off today, I mentioned the four areas that we were seeing our partners lean in and cyber is probably number one. It comes up in every conversation that we're having with our partners, but it's no longer just an event or a conversation. It's kind of business critical, business imperative. 
each one of our partners are building out cyber and resiliency solutions and capabilities. And many of them are leaning into Dell Technologies. I know Kendrill just did a press release recently around building their cyber vault solution built on Dell. We're seeing many of the advisories leaning in with the Dell Technologies solutions. And when I look across the majority of our partners, they are viewing that as a differentiator. And it's also a conversation that's coming up in the C-suite. So the net of it, Cheryl, is I feel like one, you know, we truly have a differentiated solution. If you look at the fact that we have close to 2,000 vaults that have been deployed globally and actively growing that number every day, I think that one gives us an advantage. Two, with the announcements that we made earlier this year, we can deliver our resiliency and cyber solutions both on-prem and in the cloud. So those customers that are thinking about or deploying workloads in the cloud, it's not just backup in the cloud, but how do you create that fully resilient cyber solution? And we can do both and our partners can do both. And the third is that the reality is that there's a shortage of skills and we can't do it alone. Our partners can't do it alone. So this gives us the ability to scale and deliver at pace for what outcomes our customers are looking for from us jointly. So I'm actually super excited about how quickly our partners have embraced our cyber solutions. I'm equally excited about the level of pipeline development and opportunities that we're closing together and helping to secure customers' data globally. So I think it really is a win-win. And to your point, it's leaning on our strengths, right? We've got really good differentiated capabilities, market leadership when there is a huge need. And I think we announced even a zero trust center of excellence earlier, right? That we can invite our partners and customers to come test their environment. So we're all hands on deck and here to help support them in a really business critical need and opportunity that's in the market for sure. So you've highlighted a lot of really critical opportunities. They're where we see a lot of energy and demand in the market. It's also where we have initiatives and leadership. What would you say would be for our listeners here, We've been talking to the point that multiple partners are going to be engaging in different environments. What would be the takeaway that you'd want our listeners to be able to leverage your partnerships and resources we have? I would say a couple of things. So first, you hit on the complexity of this level of transformation that customers are going through, and they're looking for trusted partners to help them navigate this. So the first thing is, I think, engage customers early. It sounds simple and obvious, but in those conversations around cloud requirements and workloads and economics, and understand this joint roadmap that we're delivering together, because I think that it gives our joint customers choice and confidence around making bets on Dell Technologies plus our partners. The second is that we have a massive opportunity together and that we can't deliver it alone, right? And so our relationships, our level of commitment and level of collaboration is going to be incredibly important to weather the storm that we have ahead of us, but also to make sure that we're delivering on these outcomes that our customers are looking for. 
And then the third is really leveraging this industry ecosystem we talked about. And I feel like we are advantaged to help our partners and our customers from a time to market and time to value perspective. And you'll see more and more of that being announced over future months, but really excited about where that's going to help us land in terms of the stickiness that we're going to be able to create for our joint partnerships. Absolutely. Well, let me switch gears and ask you maybe more of a bit of a relevant working question. We all adjusted and figured out how to settle into our Zoom chairs and work remote. And we've seen clearly the need of all of our customers to support and enable and empower their organizations to do anything from anywhere. But we're all starving to meet in person too. (laughs) So now as we started opening back up, we're beginning to travel again. I've said, I think we're going to learn a lot in this first year on where the equilibrium lies for customers and us on what's in person, what's remote, what's hybrid, but it is forever changed. How are you finding your equilibrium? I guess leading with your teams, you've got a large global organization, you're serving and meeting with large customers. What's your take right now on this new normal of being hybrid and working remote and this do anything from anywhere? I think it's a great question. So Carol, I took this role on, I said I've been with the company for a long time, but I took this role on literally as the pandemic started. And so I spent the first two years in role, not meeting any partners really in person. It was 100% through Zoom or Teams or some other virtual mode. And then I've spent the last six to seven months having the ability to be hybrid. And I think a couple of things. One, that nobody really has the appetite to go back to what it was, where we all would have been on the road weekly or every other week, feeling the need to always be at every meeting. And I think that the pandemic allowed us to think differently about the way we work. I don't think we have it all figured out. I don't know about you, but the last time I traveled a few weeks ago, I felt like thousands of emails that were backed up because the pace of the office has not caught up with the fact that people are traveling again. And so this instant response, instant gratification, where we've been able to get that in the prior mode of being 100% virtual, now people either have to get creative in terms of how they get answers or They need to go solve those problems themselves because not everybody can be as responsive as they were before. So I would say we're all kind of figuring it out. I often am asking my teams, like, do you really need to be in the meeting, right? And I think that there is this constant urge to want to be in person, like you said, but you really got to weigh that with the need to travel versus nice to travel. And I think it's important to prioritize. I know at Dell, this is what we're doing. We're prioritizing partner and customer meetings over internal meetings. And I think putting some guardrails on so that team members know how to prioritize their time is probably the first step. The second is making sure we're really prepared for those true hybrid meetings. You know what good looks like when audio is good and people are on cameras and they're engaged and you can work the room and work those that are on the Zoom, you got to make sure in the spirit of inclusion that you continue to refine that. Because I think working in this hybrid model has its challenges. And I mentioned before around 
many of our partners are trying to focus shifting from just providing devices and service to how we think about the overall employee experience. And I know at Dell, we're thinking about that in terms of how we create a hybrid work environment. I know many of our partners are very focused on that for their end user clients. And I think it represents really a big opportunity when we get it right. Well, for sure. And I think, like I said, we're all learning, right? And we're all going to navigate to our equilibrium. You know, beyond that, I was recently at an in-person conference and everyone there, including me, we were just all exhausted. It's like, oh my gosh, we're out of practice, you know, and the airline, the airline travel system is not exactly back to their groove yet. It's kind of cumbersome. I've lost my packing mojo. So there's pros and cons to all this as we kind of navigate our way. Well, Uh, you lost your packing mojo. I did too. But also, let's not forget, we lost our status on the airlines. So (laughs) because we used to travel so much. So now it's even worse, right? Exactly. uh, Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. So now, Denise, thank you so much for taking the time. I know our listeners and everybody, there's so much huge opportunity that we see, but most certainly with the partnerships that you're helping nurture and build and develop for us. For Dell. But now before we go, I like to have a little bit of fun and I'll throw you a little bit of curveball. I like to always ask, share with us, if you would, just a fun fact about yourself. Might not be on your resume, your colleagues and teammates might not know. What's a fun fact about Denise? I used to be a competitive figure skater. Oh, that's awesome. Yes. I love that. When's the last time you skated? You know, it's funny. I used to skate up through high school, like four or five days a week. And then one day I decided I didn't want to skate again. And (laughs) I literally have not put on skates almost since then. So I think I've skated twice. Oh, wow. I I know. (laughs) I think I burnt myself out and just decided I turned it off after that, which is, which is crazy after doing it for so many years and so many hours. But Yep. Uh, yeah. Competitive figure skater for, well, a very you know, long time. Halloween's coming up. You could just dust off one of your little <laughs> costumes and you could go as a figure skater. I love that. <laughs> yeah. It sounds like a great idea. Well, I love that. Well, again, Denise, thank you so much for sharing your insights and your passion and your energy. And thanks for joining us. Thank you so much, Cheryl. Appreciate the opportunity to be here. Well, Denise, thank you again for taking the time to speak with us. It was really fun. And if you're enjoying the podcast, please give us your feedback and reviews and be sure to tune back in in the next couple of weeks for our next episode of the Partner Connection. Until then, everyone stay safe and be well.